What is the biggest problem affecting your PDR business? What is the one thing holding you back from taking the next step? What do you need to change to get the business growth you want? All these questions have the same answer. It's your mindset. My name is Corey Kleinfeld, and this is the PDR Coach Podcast, where I coach you on mindset around yourself and your PDR business. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the PDR Coach Podcast. Uh, today we have on the episode uh, Dan Rikiki. I connected with Dan through a mastermind group that we're both a part of in the PDR industry. Dan is in a situation that I'm sure many of you are in. He has a very difficult winter to deal with, very snowy up in New York, cold, difficult you know, situation to deal with, and he doesn't get a lot or any hail damage really in the area. He lives in New York, uh, opened up a shop about six years ago. Today, we're going to talk about his journey into PDR and what he actually does during those winter months. What's up, Dan? Hey, Corey. How are you doing today? Good, man. Thanks for coming on the episode. Um, how I like to start every episode with Dent Guys. Um, how'd you get into this weird little niche that we're in? Uh, weird little niche that we're in. So, uh, How'd you find it? Ba- ba- basically, I was a collision tech for 20 years. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know... It just just so happens I bounced back and forth. I was an insurance appraiser for a short, short time. They didn't like me very much because oh, no. because uh, I, I was a body guy. So yeah, exactly. you know, you're writing too much. You you don't know. You're don't like this. That's what this guy deserves, got, though. Trust me. <laughs> right, right, yeah. yeah that's he's a, yeah. the customer's entitled to it, but they don't want to hear it for sure. So, um, and uh, you know, going along back to the body guy, got up to management status and stuff mm-hmm. like that and um you know uh 2008 in december christmas day i had a stroke so it put me out of work for about a year and a half and um did did a lot of thought um on you know what i wanted out of life whether it was worth it or not you know that managing a business you know managing someone shop for them you're you're the first one there the last one to leave and you're there on the weekends and nobody else is so um i had gone back to work for probably about six months and uh i'd always found interest in paintless dent repair i always thought that if i could take my metal skills from being a body tech mm-hmm. and roughing out large damage to you know glass work that if I could do paintless dent repair, a lot of these repairs I could repair that a lot of guys that were coming around weren't touching. Um, you know, back when I was looking at it, there was just a lot of door dings and stuff getting done. Yeah. So um, I picked up a cheap, or I picked up a set of B and D tools off mm-hmm. of eBay. Yeah. And uh, That's how you got to start Mike Toledo's videos and took a hood home started knocking dings in it with a golf ball and practicing so let's go back it's a, a long bit. it's a long road yeah yeah, yeah there's no doubt but you've been down <laughs> long, you've been down log roads though um obviously i mean so you had a right. stroke very serious very serious like I, I have people in my life that have strokes that have lived yeah. through them and some that have not lived through them i mean they can be very serious yeah so a year oh, yeah. a year and a half yeah work yeah i was actually was on disability like? and stuff how did you uh, overcome very, that? <laughs> it was really hard because my wife, she was pregnant with our firstborn. Oof. Uh, I still don't really care for Christmas because mm-hmm. it happened on Christmas Day. So mm-hmm. it's always, it's a big reminder. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, it was, it was really scary. Mm. Uh, luckily I worked somewhere and you know, I had New York state disability insurance and dollars um, a month. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I fought for social security uh-huh. and, uh, I was able to gain that yeah. because I didn't know where I was going, you know, as far as that. And I had the yeah. best looking yard, you know, on the street because, uh, I was just always busy. Right? Yeah. You had to yeah. Do I mean, you got to keep your mind. And, uh, I started going, well, I had a, I had a surgery on my heart January 21st mm-hmm. after the stroke, they closed mm-hmm. the hole in my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, I had, I had two eye surgeries, my left eye, because it was lazy. Mm-hmm. Um, believe it or not, I still don't have like my upper left quadrant of my vision, which really can be pretty challenging with sure. paintless dent repair. Sometimes I wonder if that's why I'm a line guy and I'm not a fog guy. Because um, you can't see part I'm of not... the fog. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Um, because both eyes, I lost that upper, mm-hmm. you know, from nine o'clock to 12 o'clock. So, um, I definitely like working down one side of the panel better yeah. than the other, but cognitive rehabilitation and all that stuff. And then I ended up just going back to work. Um, after I was off blood thinners and stuff, I went back to work, worked in the office and, uh, it, it wasn't, you know. So, I mean, yeah. So you said you went down a long road and I mean, to start dent repair, but I mean, if you, you have a stroke and then overcome that multiple surgeries, you know, rehabilitation yeah. of some, of some sorts and probably many different areas. Um, you're like, I can start a business. That's just nothing. <laughs> it's not even life yeah. or death. <laughs> yeah. I'm already running someone else's and what yeah. else do you have to lose? Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, what are you waiting for? So, right. That's the question you start asking yourself. Like, what am I waiting and for? And working you know, where else? I was at in life, I'm like, man, I see what's going through here. You know, if worst case scenario, I'll go work a car lot, you know, a couple car lots. If I can do this much a week, you'll be fine. I'm, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I can carve something up with the best of them. One, yeah. You know, yeah, you know, for a whole, sure. couple high spots, maybe one or two cra- pieces of cracked paint and you're golden. Go, yeah. I, go I mean, you can sell that to 90% of the people. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I made it look better. Right. Yeah. That's the objection away. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, yeah, that that was a big that was a big deal, especially here in New York State. You know, you got to be a registered repair shop and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so you definitely have all your insurance and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, I so you... knew going into it that retail is where I wanted to go. Um, so pretty much, I would say from the first year, I got the website going. Um, they weren't the best websites, you know, I ended up paying a company a lot of money, mm-hmm. um, for a website and, uh, hosting that and stuff for about a year. Then I backed out of, oh, fire truck might be going by here. Okay. I'm still at the shop, but, um, no riots, probably just a fire, but, um, probably, <laughs> um, then my wife, uh, she designed my website on Squarespace mm-hmm. and with like the SEO and the brand, the name recognition and stuff that I had paid for through the other company, it kind of helped it, you know, so on the first page and all that, when we started dabbling in AdWords, uh, which is huge. Yeah. Um, so let me, let me ask you a question. You said in 2008, you started Dairy Repair. Is that right? 
2011 when I first started the business. Okay, 2011, you brought the tools. Um, And I think you've been in a shop for about six years. You have a three-year period where you're learning dent repair um, in between there and the shop. So where did you start? Where did you get to work? And then why did you decide to open up a shop? It it took me me about eight months to be able to fix like a dime to quarter size dent. Sure, yeah. Um, which I've talked to other people and they're like, yeah, sound, mm-hmm. you know, sounds about right. You know? Yeah. Either I mean, watching, watching, or... vid- watching videos. I mean, that's yeah. you know, it's pretty, pretty yeah. good. Yeah. I, and my wife hated me, you know, yeah. and you know, I'd be watching Mike's videos and you know, I'd just like fall asleep and you know, <laughs> she'd shut it off. Hey, what are you doing? You know? I was watching that. So, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so, um, you know, and back then it wasn't like everything's on YouTube and, yeah. you know, yeah. Facebook and stuff like it is. Yeah. But, um, so I started, I started doing that and then I started selling little dents and things or roughing stuff out at the body shop, mm. um, or upselling a customer for a boarding. Oh, nice. Um, my boss, he really didn't want anything to do with it. The owner of the business. Mm-hmm. Um, I even tried, I wanted to go get trained by a higher level sure. tech. Um, so, you know, I told him, I go, listen, I'll stay here for three years and, uh, we can work it through the shop and we'll work something out amongst us. And he didn't want anything to do with it. So yeah. I ended up going out to California out your way yeah. and, uh, cause everything good happens out there. So, do you know, it, um, <laughs> so, uh, I went out to, uh, what is it? Superior auto Institute and. It was like working in my basement, you know, I mean, but it gave me two weeks to sit there and practice. When I came back, I knew that, all right, it's time to get the ball rolling. I started getting my licensing and everything and all my insurance. And, um, you know, I already had my appraiser's license. So I had that kind of backing me with dealing with it. And I gave my boss my two weeks, you yeah. know, I'm like, yeah, see ya. So, you had your chance. So you went straight into the shop then. You never did a route or yeah. dealerships really or well no like no I I did. Okay. Um I was on the road for five years as well. Ah. Gotcha. So I was I was mobile for five years. And then because I started the business in twenty eleven. Yeah, gotcha. And you were doing some okay. stuff at the shop and doing mobile work also. Right. Some stuff at the yep. body shop and doing mobile work. Gotcha. Okay, nice. And then you opened up the shop in 2014, 15 or 15 about. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Where did yeah, that, how did that come about? It Is it because, was it because of the nasty winters? Well. It was, yeah. to be honest with you. And I got tired of the dealers. I mean, we're not a huge metropolitan place, so we don't have tons mm-hmm. of dealers. There's already probably about five guys going around and doing all the dealers. So it was like, oh, well, so-and-so charges this much, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They don't, they don't you know yeah whatever so you know the spiel i don't have everybody that's listening knows the deal and um i i didn't want that and i'd grown the retail end of it to the point where i couldn't get everywhere in one day that i I needed to get you know going oh well i'll be out that way so i'll do an estimate for you this Mm -hmm. day after you're qualifying or whatever and it got to be too much you know and i i felt like there's a disconnect here um, so my thought process was if I get into the shop, I can have so many more people come see me. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's like, that's not going to work. They're not going to come. There's mobile guys. Yeah. yeah. yeah they don't answer their phone. So I'm yeah, okay. A lot of times. Yeah. You know? 
those are limiting beliefs well, and we all come, we all come up to those limiting beliefs yeah. in life, especially when we're trying to do something big, like whether start a start yeah. a dent business or start the shop or do, or, I mean, when I started my coaching in the podcast, people were like, I don't know, there's already a podcast about right, all that stuff. But like, how did you overcome that and do it anyways? And what was like, if you could define a little bit of a criteria of when people should jump, make that move into the shop. Cause most, a lot of dent guys want the shop, but they don't know when yeah. to do that. They're worried too, that like they've been mobile for five years. And when they move to the shop, yep. customers are just going to find another person. Like talk through that a little bit. I mean, I still had dealers calling me, you know, and I had one, they were, they're probably 40 minutes away. If they had a new car delivery, they'd bring it up for me to do it. 40 and finally, minutes? I tur- yeah, I, I turned him on to someone down that way. I'm like, call this kid. He's good. He's a good kid. You know, just wow. he'll take care of you. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just, you know, call me if there's something you really need. But yeah, um, to make the move, you really need to have all your ducks in a row as far as the website and things like that. You know, um, like on a body shop aspect of it, oh, I can go out and get some DRPs and stuff, and that's going to keep me busy. Yeah. Well, PDR-wise, a lot of people don't even know what it is out there. True. So to just hang a shingle on the outside of the building and have people show up, it's 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 not going to happen. Mm. You're And I had, you know, I dabbled in AdWords, so that was good. Um, and I still, to this day, I probably answered two phone calls where I'm like, no, we don't provide a mobile service, mm-hmm. you know, but it's just like a body shop, come by, get an estimate. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can help you with that. You know, um, you, you need to have it all in a row. You're not going to be able to just go from mobile and be like, okay, well, I don't do that anymore. You got to come here, you know, you ease into it, but you're going to want to be out there in the public. Cause if all you've been doing is dealers, so if all you've done is retail and you're going to go to a shop, that's going to be an easier transition because mm-hmm. you're, you've already branded yourself as that guy. Um, you've already got reviews and things like that. If all you have ever done is dealerships, the public doesn't really know sure. about you. And that's going to be your main customer now. Yeah. Um, right. Obviously. So, so I mean, you I, have what, to win the hearts of the customers. Did you move into the shop? hundred percent and you're like I don't do mobile or did you still do mobile for was there was there a transition that, time where was a gray story. Area? yeah so it wasn't long um but I was I'm about two miles from a sterling now service king they called me like hey we must something up can you come up and mm-hmm. take so and I had my little cyan at the time and I'm like yeah. yeah no problem I'll come on up so I'm pulling out of the parking lot and impulse uh, a customer in their Mercedes. I'm like, hmm, are they going to the glass guy down there? But I saw him. He came over to the shop. I'm like, shit, he's, I'm going to pull back in. I'm like, hey, can I help you? Yeah, I just want an estimate on some vents. Well, this job ended up being about a $600 job. And I mean, he has all these friends. He's been one of my best customers. Really? Like, he tells everybody, really? you know, and, um, yeah, I was getting in my vehicle to go two miles down the road to do a $75 door dance <laughs> to help a shop out that I'd probably get paid in net 90. You know what I mean? And this guy's that made you like $5,000 over the last yeah, several years. Yeah, it, it, it's just ridiculous. I mean, 
So basically it's that happened. think that way. But yeah. after that, I was like, no more. No, I'm, I'm not, not doing it. Because if I'm not here yeah. or there's someone not here to take care of it. Right. You know. It's you can miss $600 squirrel, job. Squirrel, they're down yeah. the road. Sure. You know? Yeah, it's very possible. Um, yeah. So, and I mean, you move into the shop for the time, for that time savings and for the efficiency and stuff. So if you're not right. going to commit to it. So would you, I mean, would you say that then? Like if you're not going to commit to the shop and you're going to open up a shop and be there two days a week, would you just say, put it off until you're ready to do five days a week or what? That would be a personal decision that yeah, someone would have to make, obviously. Yeah. I would definitely have someone there mm-hmm. um, that could at least qualify dance and give them a ballpark idea and mm-hmm. make an appointment Yeah, because there's nothing more that's going to make someone mad is if they show up at your establishment and nobody's there. There's a sign you that know, says they, be back in They took time weeks. out of their day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I've done that. I've done that. You know, yeah. um, ran to get lunch. I'll be right back. Give me a call. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, you definitely want to establish your times that yeah. you're going to be there or not be there. But to me, it's like all or nothing. Um, my, my first winter, I sat here with hardly anything to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, took on some big hits, you know, things like that. Um, doing a lot of larger damage that people want to do. And I mean, even five years ago, I'm not as, or five, six years ago, I'm not as good as I am today. For sure. You know, no doubt about that, it. That's how you grow yourself, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then obviously going through doing Facebook posts and mm-hmm. um, checking your SEO and your website and all that stuff. I mean, yeah. your downtime, that's that's when you need to be doing those things. Right. And so, yeah, that was the next, we'll lead that into that a little bit. Is that like, you know, you get, everybody knows we're slow in the winter, even in California, obviously our weather's not bad, but it rains and it's a little colder and stuff. Like it slows down a little bit. We do our best to try to make it not slow down, but when it's a hundred degrees and everyone's taking their, you know, fancy cars out for their drives, it's a little busier in June. You know, it's just, it's just the case. So you get in your situation and there's a lot of guys around the country that have inclement weather. That's tough. So you go into the shop in the winter for that reason, but then it's also slow. Right. So what are you doing yeah. during those times? One, to steadily increase that business year over year. And then two, what are you doing while you're sitting at the shop waiting for dents to come in? You're working, like you said, working on all those other things. Talk about that a little bit. So I continuously, like anybody that's worked with me in marketing and things like mm-hmm. that, they get a lot of phone calls and <laughs> questions and stuff when it gets slow sure. because nobody likes spending money for no return. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and that's when you can sit there and critique things or come up with a blog that you want to have written or write it yourself, go through your photos mm-hmm. and, you know, okay, well, I took 25 photos at different angles. These two are pretty close. Mm-hmm. Uh, these would be good to post, you mm-hmm. know, and stuff like that. And then, you know, get them out there on Facebook and stuff in people's faces so they start thinking about dent removal and things mm-hmm. like that um instead of the salt that's running down the side of their car sure. and, you know um i mean it, it's it's pretty bad you know you'll be kicking the snow so your tire isn't rubbing right you know going right. down the road um 
all of that and you know to organization of the shop i'm always moving the shop around and stuff but yeah you got to stay positive and you got to stay focused mm -hmm. you know um i have a couple little car dealers that'll bring me in stuff um and i'll take on larger damage that i don't necessarily would do mm -hmm. you can obviously go through estimates that you wrote and reach out to the customers and be like, hey, you know what? We're a little slow right now. You know, I know I told you this price, but you know, if if you wanted to bring it in now, you know, I could I could help you out with this. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, you know, we'll do an improvement for you. We won't make it brand new, but yeah. you know, that quarter that was caved in, I can get the contour back for you. Yeah, something and, like that. Yeah. You know, and you're learning on I, those too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, don't chew them up. Try to get them. You know. Mm -hmm. you know, do them respectable for the customer so they can leave with a vehicle that looks halfway decent, but you're, you're also losing or learning your metal movement. You're practicing your glue pulling, you know, and, yep. uh, yep. You, you, bigger crushes are going to come easier and easier to you. Yeah. I, I try. So we running businesses, obviously we all have things that we, we say we want to do, right. Um, posting this or doing, fixing the website or, doing the Facebook ads or learning Google AdWords, all that stuff. And so we all have those things and we get busy with dance and forget and family and all that stuff. And I try to see, like you said, keep the right mindset. I try to see slow times as an opportunity. Um, if you have a good business and a good name and a website, like it's, it's, it's not going to be busy forever. I mean, it's not going to be slow forever. Like just because you're slow this week doesn't mean that like business is over. And we've all thought that like you look into next week and you're, I have nothing booked like dent, like PDR industry is ending. No one, no one wants to fix dents yeah. anymore. They're all fixed, right? Like we've all had those thoughts and we're like, oh, what do we do? But like, I try to be like, okay, like now is the perfect opportunity for me to do these other things that I want to do. So instead of like worrying and like trying to drive to every dealer to find one car to fix or, or, you know, all these things, right? Like what can I do? That's like the most effective thing. Like the big you're thing. Like actually that, spending money to do that, you know, yeah, to uh -huh. go look, for sure. To you go are, yeah, car, you know, totally. Yeah. But like, what can I do that I can take this as an opportunity? All these things I said I wanted to do. I took a bunch of before and after pictures, but I never really went in and edited them and started a YouTube page. Right. Mm -hmm. Like this is the opportunity to do that. Like winter mm -hmm. can be the opportunity to, to change up your business and get it all dialed in and get systems down and how you're going to do things and videos and all that stuff. So that when it starts to get sunny again in you know, March, April yeah. or whatever, you have a whole different, or you get plan. a nice day in the middle of the, you know, you get a good week. Yeah. Um, thank goodness for global warming. You know, you, you get a nice thaw and the roads dry up and everybody's got their car washed up and, it's like the They're first spring rush. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. everybody's like, Oh my God, I didn't see this. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I got a couple weeks worth of work. Yeah. Now. So does that happen to you? you sometimes know? you get busy down to like, where you're like, Oh, the, I'm not going to do a dent until next March. And then all of a sudden you're, yeah, you're busy again. Oh yeah. 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 You're, you're ready to just hang it up for the winter. <laughs> like, uh, I'm not going in. Yeah. Nah, it's not worth <laughs> it. You know, and uh, call and complain to everybody and stuff. And the next thing you know, it's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, you mm -hmm. can't answer the phone quick enough and mm -hmm. then it's chiming in your ear all day long and you're, you're trying to fix that one dent. And I'm, I can't stand zero to a hundred miles an hour. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I, I would rather be that constant, you know, I, I mm -hmm. don't like 
maybe it's because of the stroke or whatever, but I don't like fluctuation, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, for sure. In, in everything. So I like to be able to plan. So yeah, definitely. And you said you you said you um um can call some of those old customers back, say, Hey, maybe we could work something out, whatever. So this kind of leads into that for this lease repair stuff. You and I talked about this a little while ago. And is it, you actually have a section yeah. dedicated on your website about lease repairs. Um, I guess lease sure. turn in repairs. I've done some yeah. of those. I don't really I have a couple of blog posts written on it and things like that, but I don't like advertise much or talk about it much, but do you do a lot of those? Mm-hmm. And would you have any tips on how people can find that and kind of cultivate that area of the market? Um, so I use it. Uh, Gene Fetty has a, a closing procedure. It's like a protractor close. A protractor close. Yeah. yeah. Have you used it? I have. Yeah. Yeah. And it works. Great. Yeah, I mean, it works. It, yeah. It, because people can relate, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You, you can go and tell a customer, okay, well, if I get this 80% for you, nobody's going to see it. Well, yeah. and what the fuck, what who's going to determine it? the 80%? <laughs> Me. I'm a jerk. I used to be like, and I'm the one that determines what 80% is. Not yeah, right, you, yeah. You know what I mean? Just so you know. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> Let's be clear. Um, but uh, the protractor close is, you know, when, when you go for a lease turn-in, they're just going to do a quick walk around. They're looking mm-hmm. for major damage on the car. And I'm not saying get these customers in and chew their car up and, mm-hmm. you know, blow through them. Still get a good price for them. Mm-hmm. Usually what I'll do is I'll anchor a customer full retail. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll write a full retail ticket, maybe a little soft on some factors and stuff. Um, and I'll be like, you know, this is a lease. Let's see what we can, because those people are going to be your customers down the road, yeah, right? For sure. This isn't a one-time deal. They found you already. Right. So, and you're their godsend. If you can keep them from having to paint a panel before they turn it in, they're telling all their friends. And, 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 and they're not going to tell you you're cheap because right. you already told them what the retail price was. Correct. Yes. Right. Yeah. So and now you're saving like, yeah, money too, that right? Yeah. Now you're saving a money. Be like, oh, I'll clean that up for 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what was the original for? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so I anchor them at full retail. Mm-hmm. I'll back 20% off of the repair, which isn't huge. Yeah. Right. But it's nice. And, and I close them depending whether, so full retail would be 180. Mm-hmm. You're eyeballing the thing off the telephone pole. That's mm-hmm. a half a mile down the road. Yeah. You know, and then you have your 45, which, yeah, you're going to look good there. You might have a subtle little wave or yeah. a flicker or something. Mm-hmm. And 90, you're going to be meant. Nobody's yeah. going to know it was ever there. See what we're looking for. That's not going to be there. Right. So that's what you're and saying. Protractor is like that, that um, half circle. Your degree wheel. Right. So you look at yes. so yes. the protractor closes like when we're quoting full retail and we're talking about perfect we're talking about perfect when you're looking at 180 degrees you can look down the side of that yeah. car you won't see any shotgun on it down the side. yeah that's right. full retail that's like prime customer those are the people we want to see but that's not what everybody wants right and we're in business to give customers what they want and yeah. sometimes they just need right. to turn in their car and not get raped by the lease guy <laughs> like not get exactly. destroyed like oh it's a thousand dollar panel it's a thousand dollar panel they just need some dents fixed so the protractor closes right. like at, instead of at 180 like at 45 maybe you'll see a little bit of a wave you look straight at that panel, you won't see anything. And that's what the guy's going to look. That's how the guy's going to look. At that's all they're doing. Yeah. Right. Right. 
And so that's yep. the close you're saying. And just to clarify yeah. too, cause I don't think everybody knows this when you're saying anchoring a price is a very, um, this is a sales tactic that everybody can use. I do it all the time too. Anchoring them at a price. Um, the way that works in our brain is that we are, as when we're buying something, we're looking for the first price that someone tells us, right? So we're like waiting and waiting and waiting. And then someone tells us that first price. For most people that don't know what dent repair is, they're going to be shocked no matter what. Because some people think it's 40 bucks, yeah. 50 bucks. They don't know. So whether you say 150, 200, whatever, they're all going to be like, oh, that's very, that's very high. A lot of people. So you tell them full retail price, you anchor the price there. So now they're thinking like, okay, $250 is normal. Like that's what these people charge. Mm -hmm. And now they're getting a discount at 20% off of 250 is, was that 200 bucks, right? So, so instead of just saying, hey, I'll charge you 200 bucks for that. What you can do is say, here's what I would do for full retail. But because of your situation and you don't need it to be absolutely perfect at that 180 right. degrees, I'll do it 20% off and now they think they're getting a deal, right? Oh, they are getting a deal, but now, now not only are they getting a deal, but the perception is that they're getting a deal as well. And that's what we're looking right. for, right? Good paying jobs and happy customers. Yeah. Yeah. And, and how fast can you do a, yeah, it's almost better money. 45 degree repair, <laughs> yeah. right? I yeah. mean, it's going to be better, quicker money. Yeah. And it's like, please drop this off for the day so mm -hmm. I can call you at the end of the day yeah. and let you know how long it took me. Sure. You know? Yeah. Um, and, and nobody's, nobody's getting, um, I'm just, gonna, nobody's getting screwed, you know? Um, you're helping them. Because you're helping them. Mm -hmm. You're not chewing up their car. If, if the car lot wants to pay someone else to finish that subtle little wave or something, they can, they won't. They won't. <laughs> not, not what I'm leaving. No. But, you know, and on on the quote, I put lease turn in quality minus twenty percent, and mm -hmm. then when I invoice it, that comes off. Yeah. But it always hit, when they take that piece of paper from here, it has that full retail price at the end of it, mm -hmm. so they they can go back and look at it and be like, yeah, you know, oh, that's seven hundred dollars normally. Yeah. I'm gonna get it done for this, you yeah. know, and I'm not 100%. gonna have to. But like I said. You're, you're going to get a review from the customer. Mm -hmm. Okay. They're going to remember you. I mean, you can't pay for that kind of advertisement, no. mm -mm. you know, and, and you're not advertising for being someone that gives discounts or somebody that's cheap. You're advertising your customer service you, you take that care you provide. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. um, you're getting that personal connection with the person. They know that you care about them. You're, you're not just there to give them a bill and collect your money. Yeah. So that's, a, that's it a, sounds a little soft, but it works. Yeah. You that's know? a I mean, so much good info there. Like that, if, like you could go back and probably replay that last five or 10 minutes, like talking about the anchoring and the, and the pricing and the protractor clothes and the reviews and all that stuff is just really great stuff. If you want to start a retail shop. I mean, you get good yeah. at that stuff. You'll be successful down the road. Yep. Like you'll be successful. The reviews are huge. And you mentioned reviews. Like I would, I would, I'm going to put this out there, this question to the, to the hundreds of people that listen to the podcast. If anybody knows anybody that has more Google reviews than Dan, let me know. Do you know of anybody? Cause I, I haven't found him that has more Google reviews than you. Yeah. I, I don't, PDR I space. don't pay attention. Right. Okay. Me either. I, I, don't, I don't, I didn't look at every yeah. PDR company, but yeah. we have PDR people all over, all over the world listening to this and a ton of people in the U S Dan, last time I looked today, you have 378 Google reviews as of today which is 
insane. Was that Google or Yelp, Facebook and everything? I don't know. Was it everything? It's on your website. Was it on the website that you is saw? Every, yeah. Is that everything? So that accrues everything. Okay. That's from like Facebook, Yelp. Um, still, I, I still hold, it, I still hold yeah. the challenge. <laughs> I, I think Google's at like 255 or 256. Okay. So if anybody um, has more than 250 Google reviews, reach out to me and let me know. Um, but how teach us your ways? <laughs> well, you see what I do is I slip them $50. Okay. No, oh, that there is it is. Not yes. how that happens. Like mafia, New York um, stuff. Is that, you just got to like, okay, we're going to jack them up to the wall, you know, <laughs> if you don't something. give me this, then I will find yeah, yeah, a car. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. No, no, we're, we're, we're a lot more Northwest of okay, uh, gotcha. that, okay, that gotcha. part of New York. So we're, we're not down in the city. Not that right. there's anything wrong with it down there, but I'm Niagara Falls area. Yeah. Um, so I met, I met Gene Fetty. Who's um, that? I'm just kidding. I know. I've never heard of the guy. <laughs> um, I met Gene Fetty at advanced skills. Um, we talked a couple times and things like that. And he comes up to me, he's like, how's your reviews? You know, do you ask customers for reviews? You know, I'm like, Oh yeah, it's, you know, it's kind of a pain in the butt, you know, uh, you know, Oh, let's get a card with a QR code on. No one ever gives know. reviews, even though I asked. No, all that no, stuff, yeah. no. So he gave me, he text messaged me his. Mm -hmm. Okay. And all it was, I can't remember if his was a link to a page on his website or not, mm -hmm. but that's how I set mine up at first. I linked it to a page on my website. And then from there, there was Google, Yelp, Facebook, PDR nation links where people could just click and go to reviews. And then there was a little blurb written up, you know, thank you for giving us our, your business. We really appreciate, you know, mm -hmm. we really appreciate it. And, you know, our reviews really help other people find us so that sure. we can help them as well. And, and then there's that link. So all they, all I would do is this was, this was before like CRM and oh, all yeah. that. Yeah. We'll talk you about know what that I mean? next. We'll talk about that yeah, next. This, this is like dinosaur stuff here. Yeah. And um, so what I would do is I put that in my text replacement. Anybody can do it. Mm -hmm. You put all that, you copy all that in your text replacement. Yeah, text replacement. And so basically go on YouTube and Google how to do text replacement. You could type in whatever word you want, review one, two, three. And every time you type that yep. in, it will put this whole paragraph that you Mine have. was just R1. R1, okay. R1, Smart, boom, yeah. done. So, and then what I would do is I'd take the customer's first name, put mm -hmm. it there, and then it, apply their car. Mm -hmm. You know, you're, yeah. if it was Corolla. a turd, I'd yeah. make it sound like a Ferrari or something. yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to put the year or anything like that, but then you're not typing all of it out. And I always, with a customer, when I'm done, I'll do like a side shot. I'll be like, all set, ready for you, ready to go. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you've, you've started that conversation with the customer, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. you have, you have a text going, going to them yep. mm -hmm. that isn't actually a spam mm -hmm. message. Um, Awesome. Great. I'll be in at five o'clock to pick it up. It looks so good. You know, yeah. you could even do it before and after if you mm -hmm. want. Um, but usually I've either been talking to people through text messages or whatever. And mm -hmm. you know, it's a ongoing conversation. 
Sure. Now, once once they've paid up and they're all ready to leave and stuff, I'd be like, oh yeah, well, by the way, um, you probably read some of our reviews. Um, if you could go give us one, it would be great. I go, we keep it really simple. You know, I'll send you out a little thank you message later. There's a link, just click on it, mm -hmm. take you right there. And that's all I did for years. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. A long time. Yeah. I think it was like the second or third advanced skill seminar that Gene gave that to me. Mm -hmm. um, and I just applied it over and over and over and over. That's and, the thing. Uh, I mean, you, you can listen to these, these podcasts, other people's podcasts, all that stuff. I have something called, I call the process. And part of that process is taking action, right? You can hear this stuff. You can hear the price anchoring and the projector close and how to start a shop and do all that. Unless you do something about it, nothing's going to change your business, right? Unless you're taking that action. Right. So that's yeah. a major tip right there. Right. I mean, I'm, from the advanced I'm seminar. just as guilty as everybody. I, you so know? am I. I so am I. <laughs> you know, I've spent a lot of money in, you know, a groups or, mm -hmm. you know, going to advanced school. I don't apply everything. Um, we do what we and can. I found out. Yeah. And Keep before I was like, oh man, I have a prize. This is what I have to do. This is the way they're doing it. Yeah. And then I learned, listen, you need to take what you can from what they're giving you mm -hmm. and apply it to your business. Right. You know, 100%. Um, you, you, you can't just copy everybody's um, platform. You, you need to adapt it to yourself. Make it, you make it your own hundred percent. Yeah. And the so, more personable it is with your customer, the more yeah. they're going to respond to it. Yeah. So, and you, you mentioned a CRM um, in that for Google yeah. reviews and reviews that's customer um, retention management system. Um, yep. People can learn more about that through Lynn, Lynn Tang, um, online marketer who does a lot in PDR space. Right. And yeah. uh, basically it takes what you were doing manually and you can create campaigns within this system to set that up automatically to do for customers. Right. You can send them a, re a yep. reminder at five o'clock tonight. And then two days from now you can send them a third reminder. And then next week from now you can send them another reminder or whatever. And it can be all set. Is that, is that sum it up? pretty well yeah well basically when you when you you're talking about for the appointments i've said for the uh, reviews for, but you can do it for reviews, appointments you can do it for I everything only, i only have it so the review goes out once okay that's i mean yeah you can do it i, mean, you I want. don't i don't like badgering people mm -hmm. and I, I mean i'll i would love to write that review where i'm coming to hunt you down yeah. and have your address <laughs> yeah exactly you know um i mean obviously i've done a lot more vehicles than what i have in reviews sure and it's not everybody's thing. No. Um, but I, I just let it go because you know what? That person might be the guy that's sitting at the Elks club, having a beer, pulling tickets with his buddies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, Maybe. they're all drunk and one of them whips the door into the other one. Oh, I got a guy, you know? <laughs> okay. So, I mean, it, it, it comes, it comes in all different mm -hmm. ways. Um, but yeah, the CRM, as far as the reviews go, I can go in and, ask for a review. I can set up the date and time mm -hmm. that I want it to go. And I've played around with like different times, you know, yeah, not yeah. right now, but okay, well, let's see if they get home, they're eating dinner and they're settling down. Oh, they're younger. So they probably got kids. Yeah. So I'll, I'll shoot this to them at like seven o'clock yeah. or, or, you know, I'll shoot it to them at 10 o'clock because that's when they're getting their coffee in the morning mm -hmm. at work. Yeah. And they're going to sit there and have a coffee and write it or something like that. So a little bit of thought and you can program how it goes, but 
that automatically puts their name in it and all that stuff. Yeah, so yeah definitely advanced it, stuff. If you're, if you're busy and moving along in a shop and you're really, you're really trying to find ways to save time and, and be more efficient, that's something to definitely look into. Um, and we could talk about, that's a, that's a whole nother podcast. Honestly, you could talk that's about CRM for hours. Podcast, yeah. yeah. Um, to finish up here. So yeah. you have, what's that? Go ahead. We have, we, we have yeah. talked about CRMs for hours. Yeah, we have you and I, yeah, we have talked about it for hours. Um, and I, I should probably, honestly, I will probably have Lynn on the podcast at some point. Um, and he can go down that stuff, but, um, where, so you have a shop, obviously that's where you're yep. staying. That's where you're going. Um, I love asking this question to people cause I just want to get opinions from everybody to see where we're going. And I yep. love thinking about it. Where, what's the future of PDR? Where's the industry going? Is it growing? Or shrinking? Is it going to be more retail? Is it going to be in shops? Or is the mobile thing going to be big? What What do you think PDR looks like? You know, five, ten years down the road. I mean, I definitely think paintless dent repair is going to become more advanced. Mm -hmm. I mean, as far as like loophole repair and everything, how it's grown, everything. Mm -hmm. You may see more body guys trying to come into it just because of how gpr and everything's becoming i mean you're gonna have some good glue pole repair guys out <laughs> no there because i mean that's what they're using and now but, kiko's now kiko's training and cam auto's training yep. people in in body shops yeah. so that's yeah but that, i mean i see that as industry growth right if you have yeah, an abundance mindset like okay there's going to be more like actually skilled technicians out there yep. um you think there'll be and, more and more pdr customers down the road I do. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's going to be a lot more people looking for that, that hybrid repair or like I get a ton of people where they have a scratch. They don't care. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Put some touch up paint on that. Fix the dent. The dent's what's bothering me. Mm -hmm. I've got stone chips. I don't care. Mm -hmm. You know, um, the, the big thing is, is, um, getting those customers, teaching those customers what can be done with paintless dent repair. Mm -hmm. Um, and with glue pole repair, you, you can fix those, that larger damage and stuff. And some guys don't want to deal with it. Um, and, and some do some, that's all they do, you know? Right. And, um, but I, I definitely think it's growing. It's a way of the future. Um, I think there's going to be, I mean, I know I spend enough money in marketing and I know a lot of other people do. Mm -hmm. it, it's just going to grow. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I know when I'm slow, somebody else in this area is slow. You know what I mean? It, yeah. It's not an individual thing. The, yeah. the markets are huge. Yep. Um, you you just need to get the people aware of the, yeah. the process. Yeah, that's it's our still so new. That's our job. Yeah, I mean, I think my my dad started this in '91, so he's coming up on 30 years now, and I, I really do feel like that the the PDR industry itself is kind of just beginning in a certain way yeah. with at least at least the the knowledge that we exist in the industry or in right. the in the countries right in the country that people are finally starting to realize that it's an option seeking us out. There's a lot of people yeah. marketing now. I think the competition creates creative marketing and better marketing. I think when you have competition yeah. in your area, it's a good thing, right? More and more people know about it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I agree. I tend to agree with you um, on that. What do you think about um, shops versus mobile down the road? I'd say it depends on your area. Yeah. I know I have a lot of customers that feel really comfortable with the shop. Mm -hmm. They want that fixed location. Um, you know, I mean, I believed in what I sold, but me rolling up and telling some guy that I'm going to fix his fender with a couple sticks in the back of my car 
mm-hmm. and it's going to cost him 650 bucks in his driveway. Mm-hmm. It's just a harder, it's a harder sell. If they're here at my shop, they see all the tools. I mean, it, it's, it's just, it's like glowing. Okay. Yeah. It's like, man, this guy's vested. He's not going anywhere. Yeah. He know, yeah. You know, if, if something yeah. goes wrong, I know where to find him. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've told people that I'm not going anywhere, you know, <laughs> come back here. whenever, yeah. even, even if it's the guy that can't run to his door quick enough yeah. because he doesn't like your price. You know, yeah. I tell him, well, if you change your mind, I'm not going anywhere. I'll be here. Yeah. You know, I, I can get you in in three weeks, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. Fantastic. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, man. It was yeah, really fun. It was good. I'm glad we it did it. It was really good. And, and um, um, you know, Nobody, nobody's going to follow everything to the T and have all the right answers. So I know guys that have tried to grow their business. I try to grow my business every day. And, you know, sometimes I think back and I'm like, man, I should have stayed in body work. It was a lot easier. I just showed up for a paycheck, you know? Yeah. But um, nobody's going to have all the right answers all the time. All you can do is kind of try to step out of the picture and and look at it from the outside so that you can make some better decisions um because while you're in that box working all day long you you're just gonna solve little problems here and there but if you step out you can actually see what's going on if yeah if i could put it in a sentence make sure that you're spending time working on your business as well as in as well as in it right that's the biggest thing too because you're you're doing a lot and i know you're going through the process of potentially maybe hiring somebody and doing other things but but you know you got to take that step back and work on it because we get really really stuck working in it um Mm -hmm. but it's hard you can't grow when you're in it (laughs) right yeah i'm trying to become unemployed yeah exactly in other words not have a job but actually own a business exactly that's the ultimate yeah. goal, man. And that's, I mean, that's what I work on with a lot of my clients. I mean, that's what you're working on. That's what our mastermind group, a lot of people are trying to get to is creating a business that can thrive without you instead of just like a really well-paying job. Yep. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Nailed it. Great way to end it, man. I appreciate coming on and I'm sure Thanks, that you Corey. and I are going to talk soon. Yep. All right. Well, have a great night. See you, man. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yep. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to another episode of the PDR Coach Podcast. If you got any value from this podcast and want to do something for me, then the best way to do that is to subscribe to the podcast and give me a rating and review. If you want to know more about me, then you can find me on Instagram by searching for the PDR Coach or find me on my website at coachcoreyk.com, C-O-R-Y-K.com. Thank you for listening and I'll be back next week.